this episode is features uh, Dorothy Hodgins, the first and only British uh, scientist, woman scientist, that won a Nobel Prize um, until at least until her death in 1994. She won the prize in 1964 in chemistry for solving the atomic structure of molecules such as penicillin and insulin using X-ray crystallography. So yeah, that's chemistry. And well, we I choose um, Dorothy Hodgins because she was she such an inspiration as a um, human, but also as a woman, and also because of her you know, discovery of uh, the structure of insulin as um, someone that has in their family a diabetic can only understand how important that discovery was for my family uh, to discover uh, the structure of insulin and then that helps other scientists to create treatment and giving insulin to diabetes. So I'm really uh, grateful for her. And that's why this episode is all about her and her discovery and her existence and her inspiration to all women and men, of course. <laughs> why not? So um, Dorothy, so we're reading uh, her profile in Royal Society. And we're starting by the beginning, of course, how a scientist was fused from her from really early stage, really early uh, young age. So she was born in Egypt. Uh, the, her parents were there in the were in Egypt and then in Sudan. She was really this really energetic little uh, girl because of the, her parents, academic parents. He, they, she was introduced to subjects including archaeology and botany. So she was really curious and she showed so, such an interest about them. But she had to move when she was just 10 to England because of her parents' life there. They were going digs all over um, Egypt and Sudan. So um, she went to classes in England to this really private uh, school, which this school actually, their science syllabus were extended by this, the, you know, the mainstream schools, uh, what they were taught. So what they did is they, they introduced the children to practical work. And in chemistry, uh, Dorothy and her classmates were making solutions and emer that emerge crystals. Dorothy says about this time that she was captured for life, you know, from the beginning uh, by chemistry and by crystals. And that's why, that's why she ended up, you know, getting um, a Nobel in chemistry because of that early experience in her life. So that's why, I guess, you know, young minds are very important from the beginning to be introduced to this to science and, you know, um, things that are 
can you know uh, cultivate their their uh, minds and their curiosity for more so what she did is that she created this really laboratory in her attic and in the family family home and just you know she gathered this specimens natural history specimens she performed analysis on them um such as garden soil and with this chemistry set that was she was given so she started really early to do the chemistry by herself and it's no wonder that she went as an undergraduate in oxford for in chemistry that was back in 1928 so in her fourth year she went to this project to investigate crystal structure of course and to pursue her career in crystallography after as a postgraduate she was accepted in cambridge where she gained her phd in crystallography investigation of steroid crystals so that's crystal again in her studies which well that's her life work at the end the whole life work crystals and it was actually during her phd that she found out uh because of she has these pains in her hands really painful uh thing to have especially in chemistry with the labs you're using your hands a lot so she experienced these uh, horrific pains in her joints and there was swelling and everything so she went and she found out she had this arthritis which she found out in late in her late 20s and she suffered for the rest of uh, her life with it the, her hands were deformed and if you see her photos you see her hands deformed but she continued to do her work no matter what so that's actually a really great example that you know your disabilities cannot be your obstacles in your life you can work hard and achieve it and i'm not talking about the number i'm talking about you know achieving your dreams so um when um same year she returned to oxford for a position there to and that she remained there for most of her working life so her discoveries what are they so what she started was to find out the structure in oxford of the hormone insulin and that's why i love it so much so she understand that it's really impossibly complex of course oh my god i can't even imagine her and she took her like three decades decades to just find out the structure which is my god three decades i can't imagine in 1938 she was just 28 and she had her baby and her career research was blossoming um and that's when she had her first attack uh hodgkin attack of her arthritis 
She said that, and I quote, I found I had great difficulty and pain getting up and dressing. Every joint in my body seemed to be affected. Uh, I can't imagine me because I, I hear a lot of women about arthritis and, you know, they cannot move with their hands. So that's not, must be very painful to have every joint in your body and especially your hand to be painful. I don't look forward to that if I have it at the end. So she went for a treatment and then went back to work. There she found her hands had been so affected that she could no longer use uh, her X-ray equipment to do her experiments. So so she she saw it different way. She went and had a long level made for her a switch. So and she carried her uh, with her research so she can do her work. The next decade she had uh, after her third child, she had also another attack. Uh, so she continued to suffer from uh, Hodgkin's again, but she didn't stop there. She continued to work, you know, and to focus in her work, thankfully, and to build up uh, an impressive portfolio of work. So she went to find the structure of cholesterol with the X-ray crystallography. And uh, she actually didn't leave the pain to deter her work. She took aspirin and heat treatment for her hand to continue to work. And because of the work time effort, she used antibiotics to determine the peninsulin structure. So, you know, that in the World War uh, time that she was, that was very important for the structure of peninsula to be discovered because they didn't know what was, uh, how was it, and therefore they couldn't, you know, prescribe the soldiers the exact treatment for them. Uh, she wrote of being irresistibly down to ingest herself into the situation and saw the structure in 1945 with the, by the end of the Second World War. So she did it just in time when the war finished, which is really impressive to do that. So, um, Dorothy also uh, find out the vitamin B12 structure and in her late 50s, in 1969, she finally found out insulin, yeah, go Dorothy. But she was really in such pain to do so. You know, the, her ankles was swelling so much because of her arthritis that she had to wear slippers while she worked. My God, I can't even imagine. 
she's like my hero right now reading all about the hair so she remains the only british woman to be awarded a Nobel prize for science i think in 19, in 2020 another uh woman who had british parents won the Nobel, but i'm not sure if it's considered as a british but anyway until her death in 1994 for sure she is uh, she received uh, as we said before chemistry in with her x-ray techniques if she found out uh, structure of insulin and um, perlinsulin and so many things that make a lot of impact to a lot of people that had those diseases She's not really known for her achievement, which is really sad. Things like that. When you learn things in university, at least they should say who is behind it. And especially for women, uh, I don't remember ever hearing even one woman in science about her discoveries in the university. And that's really sad. At least in my universities, I'm not sure everywhere else what is happening. Maybe in Britain, because she's the only one who won the Nobel Prize, maybe they are. But hopefully they do, actually, at, at least. So she has this respect. Everybody respects her because she was kind and generous and very, you know, very energetic. She was this kind of person, I guess, that you are really like to work with. She had commitment and she went and speak all these conferences and events all over the world. Despite her uh, arthritis that was getting worse and worse by age, she gave time and, you know, and didn't actually uh, did everything that she wanted. She wanted to work, she wanted to have a family. So, you know, then let her uh, not do what she wanted. And that's for me, it's the big inspiration. So uh, uh, then she used a wheelchair, so bad arthritis was, uh, where she, between sessions and conferences, uh, we're using it uh, when she was like very painful to work for her. She retired from a public life in 1988, I was just eight, huh? and she died unfortunately in 1994. She was really, uh, bit, you know, in favor of peace in the war times. So she traveled and, you know, a lot in China, in places, in Russia, in the Soviet Union, the former Soviet Union, because she was, uh, in favor of peace, which is really rare for scientists to do. I find that really rare. But she was this person, she was really kind and humble and generous. That's what her friends and colleagues are saying about her. One colleague of her specifically says, uh, called Max Perut, he was um, uh, a really uh, all time long time collaborator she said that she radiated love for chemistry for family for friends for her students her crystals and her college all she had 
uh, her life was combined with a brilliant mind and an iron will to succeed, regardless of her frail and later severe crypt body. There was much about her person. That is really kind for him to say, but um, it must be true because every boy is saying about her. So Dorothy Copchins is the only British woman winning a Nobel. She won in chemistry, and for me, what inspires me about her is her will to do, to work, just work, you no, know, not achieving, except achieving, you know, the ultimate um, great thing about a scientist to win a Nobel Prize, but is, you know, to experience so much pain physically, but continue to want things for your life and achieve them and achieving them. And that's for me makes a huge difference to how I see her. And not only that she discovered insulin and that's that inspires me also. And, and I find it fascinating for her that it's a woman behind insulin <laughs> discovery, but also her great will, her iron will to, you know, to, just to thrive as a person, as a scientist, as a mother, everything about her. So thank you for being with me with Dorothy Hodgins and her discoveries and her influence in the world. We should celebrate her more. Uh, we sh she should be more known to everybody. And that's what um, we're trying to do with this episode. Thank you for being with me with another episode of Her Impact. And I'll see you next time.